You're listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt, Tabitha, Lydia, and Ticket. Twenty twenty one was um, still a weirdly year, uh, less weird than twenty twenty, but uh, we were able to have uh, more more geek things this year, um, which is nice. And this is our last episode of the year, and so we are doing what we always do. Um, we're talking about our favorite things, our least favorite things, and you know a couple other things. And I did write in big print to make sure to go over the shame bell count. That is at the end of the episode, right? Because there are still some shames to give. Um, I also am really proud of myself. Um, I mean, normally I wouldn't have remembered this, but, you know, for you guys listening at home, like we recorded this week's episode right after last week's episode. So it's fine. But like, I'm a little bit shocked that I didn't get shamed for my, uh, hobbit feet comment on uh, the lord of the rings episode last week maybe i almost suggested it personally but i i figured tabitha was just too tired still so i was gonna give that one to you man i didn't uh, have my bell <laughs> too tired to get my bell so you were both right <laughs> so let's start off with some of our favorite things about 2021 um and I want to start this round with Matt. Um, your favorite thing of this year was something that we just recently went to and that also, uh, full disclosure, hopefully by the time this episode hits your ears, uh, our special episode from C2E2 will have also hit your ears. I'm working on it. It's just, I have, you know, a life. A There's life a that hates me. Yeah. But anyway, um, hopefully you guys have heard that. If you haven't, you're going to hear it very, very soon. But Matt, why was C2E2 your favorite thing of 2021? I think C2E2 was my favorite thing of 2021 because even this summer, we didn't really think that C2E2 was going to be a thing. Um, <clears throat> we barely survived C2E2 2020 before the entire world shut down. Um, <clears throat> the rest of 2020 cons got canceled all over the place. Stuff got canceled through early 2021. And it looked like we were just going to have to wait until next year before we were going to get to go back to a con. And then they announced it and they added guests to the best of their ability um, in still these trying times. And they did a fantastic job with the health and safety protocols. Um, and they put on a great show. Like it, they had some unbelievable challenges and not only did they succeed, but they did, uh, they exceeded my expectations for what we were going to get for C2E2 for this year. And I was just happy to be able to go back and wander the show floor and artist alley and, do some fun interviews and hang out with everybody for the weekend. That, that was just, I was looking forward to that and I'm glad we got to. Yeah. Um, pick it. Your favorite thing um, could have easily been my favorite thing. 
I chose something different because I assumed that somebody would have chosen this, and so I'm glad I did. Uh, before we start off, um, Lydia, have you seen the new Spider-Man movie yet? Nope. Okay, so let's not spoil things, but pick it. I need, hold, hold on, I'll, I'll shut off my volume and just wave at me when you're done. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no. Um, but pick it. Why was Spider-Man No Way Home your favorite thing of 2021? <clears throat> so much like uh, like 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 Endgame, um, this was like the culmination of so many years of stuff. I was to watch the other so so excited when when the villains from the other universes started showing up. Like, I knew it was going to happen, but in my mind, I thought, man, this isn't going to happen the way I hope it's going to happen. Like, it's just going to be like some, like, dream. No, no, it was full on. It was amazing. I loved every second of it. <clears throat> um, and, and I'm not going to spoil anything, um, but the, the, the big reveals were amazing. Um, and I was just so ecstatic about them. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the youth pastor comment, come on, come on. That was wonderful. <laughs> uh, and it was so true. Uh, and I'm not going to say anything else about it, but it was just, the movie was amazing. Uh, and they did it so well. They brought uh, all the universes together in a way that I felt just melded together so well. And it was a tough call for me because, uh, you know, this year we saw a lot of really cool things, you know, HBO Max streaming uh, movies that were supposed to be in theaters. First time at home. That was almost my, my favorite thing. Uh, the other one would have been Ghostbusters because that movie was awesome. But no. Spider-Man No Way Home, it, it exceeded my expectations. And I was I had a lot of expectations. So um and I talked I talked about this um a couple well a couple weeks ago slash last week, depending on whose life we're living right now. But Matt, I had talked to you about how I wanted to mention that there was like kind of a not a plot hole. Um, and Lydia, this is not a spoiler, but if you want to um, mute us again, um, just for just for a second. But now that Matt and now Pickett have seen this, so the first scene um, where the the first fight scene with Doc Ock and Spider Man, and mm -hmm. Spider Man is unmasked, you know, whatever, and he's like, "You're not, you know, the Peter Parker that I know, or whatever," and he ends up kind of ripping off some at some of like spider-man's like armor i guess um, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and so like you're seeing his suit but then like a couple seconds later the the, oh, yeah. the spidey suit is full back together but then later on spider spider-man like takes the suit back off or whatever or no it cuts back again and it's still like it goes back to you see part of Spy or Peter Parker's suit, not Spider Man's suit. Did you guys notice that? I listen. <laughs> I I am all about consistency. Yes, I noticed that. I Thank had to you. let it go. I had to let it go. But yes, I absolutely noticed that, and it was the only issue I had with that film. Yeah, <laughs> because I, because it was so early that I didn't have time to be in awe of the film. Uh, so I was really focused on that. Uh, for for a hot minute, but no, the rest of the movie took me. I, I couldn't tell you any other fault from that film, but yes, I did not. Yeah, that. and I was willing to let it go at first until it went back to it, and you were missing like part of the suit again. I'm like, but guys, guys, okay, fine. But anyway, 
Lydia, we're good now. <laughs> and actually, Tabitha, we're going to go to you next. Uh, your favorite thing of 2021 was Dope Sick. So I don't watch a lot of TV. You guys know I have trouble with TV. I have trouble with screens in general. Um, but I saw the preview for Dope Sick a while back. Yeah. Like, like the teaser trailer for it. And I'm like, I have to watch this. Like, I have been sort of kind of following the uh, lawsuit against Purdue Pharma Pharmaceuticals um, due to the um, blatant lies that they put out surrounding Oxycontin. Um, and I was just interested. And then the cast got released for this show and it was Rosario Dawson and it was Michael Keaton <laughs> and I had to watch it and I have not been like antsy to watch a show in a very long time where like I had to get to the next episode um we were watching this with a friend of ours so we were like kind of watching it sporadically but the first night when we turned it on I think we watched four episodes yeah. and then we got caught up to when they were releasing them and then we were like just watching them as they came out which is almost unheard of for me and every single person that acted in this show deserves an Emmy as far as I'm concerned yeah. like yeah. every single one um like I know this wasn't a musical production but Michael Keaton needs a Tony Michael Keaton needs an Emmy he needs an Oscar he needs a Grammy like every award that you could possibly give him for his role yeah. in this tv show give it to him it was absolutely brilliant and I like opioid crisis is like obviously still ongoing it's very problematic in a lot of areas in this country including the area in which i am from so this hit home in a lot of ways even though this movie takes place in appalachia but or this tv show takes place in appalachia but it was just it was so tastefully handled and so educational and so well acted it has been a very long time since i have seen something that i would sit down and watch again that is not a movie and this it was terrific in the most harrowing kind of way. Um, Lydia, you have a pretty spooky uh, submission for your favorite thing in 2021. <laughs> yeah. So I've always kind of liked uh, yeah, like the idea of horror movies. I've never gotten to watch a whole lot just because I've never had anyone to watch them with me. So I have definitely watched a lot more in the past like year and a half than I ever have. I, this year saw the original Halloween for the first time. I saw the 2018 remake for the first time. And then I got to go see the new uh, Halloween kills in theaters as well, which of all the things that I can think of that I actually like watched this year or went and saw this year, it's probably one of my favorite things that I went and saw. Um, having literally just watched the 2018 one, it picks up right where that one left off. And all honesty, as twisted as I can be, I was trying to not laugh at certain parts of this movie in the theater because I didn't want people to think I was a psychopath. Um, but just like overall, like I, I want to go back and watch some of the other sequels to this series because I know there was a lot of uh, little like callbacks and quirks that I didn't quite catch in this the new movie. Um, but just kind of 
kind of hopping on the train of this horror series has been really cool and I want to go watch more now I don't know what that says about my personality but eh, take it as you will (laughs) um my favorite thing for 2021 um was a series on Disney plus that just ended it was the Hawkeye series um it was everything that I wanted and more um save for one part I'll talk about in a second but the I, I credit two comic books for getting me back into um, the hobby. And these two comics are kind of responsible for all the money that I've lost over the past, I don't know, however many years, um, as you can see from all the comic books behind me. But one is um, Why the Last Man, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, the other thing, the other comic is the... Matt Fraction and David Aha's run of Hawkeye. And that is what the Disney's Plus series, it wasn't based on, but it was heavily, heavily influenced by. Um, and and it was it was wonderful. It was everything that I wanted. Um, the only thing that really upset me is that in the comic, there is this one scene where Hawkeye is talking to one of his, because um, in, in the comic, he owns this apartment building. And so he's talking to one of his um, tenants and he, you know, his, the, the tenant keeps calling him Hawk guy. And he's like, no, it's Hawkeye. And then the tenant's like, yeah, Hawk guy. I wanted that. Like I, I wanted that scene to play out on the Disney plus series. It didn't. Um, but outside of that, I mean, you know, like, uh, Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld were fantastic in their characters. Uh, Lucky the Pizza Dog. Uh, thank God we got Lucky the Pizza Dog. <laughs> Lucky the Pizza Dog is life. Um, but yeah, um, Rogers the Musical. God, I, I would pay good money to see that on Broadway. <laughs> um, I just, I loved every second of it. This was a series. And like the other Marvel series, like I watched all of WandaVision, but like, I remember I was, was like a couple weeks behind on that. I haven't seen all of Falcon and Winter Soldier or Loki. I haven't even started What If, but Hawkeye, I woke up every Wednesday morning and turned that on. You know, that's how phenomenal this movie was or this show was for me. But that said, um, for every, you know, what is one person's treasure is another person's trash. And we are moving on to our least favorite things of 2021. And Tabitha, I am starting with you for a very specific and very sad reason, because my favorite thing for 2021 is your least favorite thing for 2021. Why are you breaking my heart? Okay, so you know how I don't like Spider-Man because he's annoying and he gets in the way and he's just there to move the plot along? Mm Mm-hmm. You know how you know that? You know uh-huh. that is? Yeah, um, that's also Kate Bishop. And, and this TV show just been Hawkeye. Because I also <laughs> call him Hawkeye. I never refer to him as Hawkeye. Nope. He's always just Hawkeye. How about for that? If he was just Hawkeye and Pizza Dog and then Yelena coming in at the end, this would have been great. If they could delete every moment that Haley Steinfeld had her mouth open, I would watch the shit out of it. I could not stand the show. Like, I 
I don't like annoying, I, that annoying, like, huh, let me, pay attention to me, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. Personality makes me want to kill people with arrows or my bare hands. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, she literally ruined this because I was also excited for this because that Matt Fraction comic series is on my shelf. It's like one of the only Hawkeye um, <laughs> like comics that I've read and I really and thoroughly like super enjoyed it. So I was looking forward to this and I was also like ready for more Marvel, like to feel like I was back in the universe without it feeling like a spinoff. Like this just kind of felt like a continuation. I love Vera Farmiga. I would watch Vera Farmiga watch paint dry. Like I, I loved so many things about this but it went from being a five star to like a negative six star because of Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld's character. Like, I hate Kate Bishop. <laughs> I like, like those mugs that say Thanos was right. Like, I just want the blip to come back and get rid of Kate Bishop and then I would be fine. <laughs> I, I might hate Kate Bishop more than I hate Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, it's bad. That's it bad. so bad. So bad, just the worst thing I've ever had to watch in my life. Rate that on trick arrows. So, if it had been Spider Man instead of Kate Bishop, would you have watched it? No, I wouldn't have even given it the chance. Hawkeye <laughs> and Spider Man? No, not even Hawkeye can save Spider Man. But Hawkeye also cannot save Kate Bishop. So, <laughs> like, there was a moment when we were watching this show. And we were all sitting here and I was getting so bored and I was literally just sitting there looking at my phone to like distract myself from the annoyance that I was feeling because everybody around me was enjoying it. And I was like, what if they're just going to kill her in the end? Because, you know, they're going to take away another person from Hawkeye because they Marvel loves to torture him. Wouldn't that be great? I'm like, I can't, I can't keep watching this. So next season, I'm done. I'm done with Hawkeye. Like I'm just, I'm over this. Like, I'm going to watch the final episode of this, whatever, but I'm done. I'm not watching any more Kate Bishop shows. I'm out. Mic drop. So, so, so listen, I, I don't know how to feel about all this. I'm, I'm kind of emotional because not only did I enjoy the character of Kate Bishop, but I adore Haley Stein. Just, just she's amazing. Uh, so I'm just feeling a little emotional right now, Tabitha. I still care about you, but <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't know you had a thing for the annoying chick. I'll forgive you. I I am moving on before either Pickett or myself say something really bad. Please. (laughs) So, um, my least favorite thing about 2021, um, there are two comics that got me back into comics and are responsible for me being as invested in the hobby as I am. That's the Matt Fraction and David Aha run of Hawkeye. And it's Why the Last Man. And Why the Last Man is just, oh my God. Like, why did they massacre my favorite characters? Um, I still have full intentions on finishing this series, but I've only seen like the first three or four episodes because this is, <laughs> this is so drastically different from the comic book series that I adore. Um you know, like from the fact that they made like Hero, which is uh, York Brown, like the the, the main character, uh, Hero is his sister. They turned her into such just this 
complicated and dark and you know like just troubled character and that's not who hero really is like that that really turned me off um i i really enjoyed how in the comic book you know it is a global mission for york to get back to his girlfriend whereas like when this all this happened um his girlfriend is still in New York with him. Like I, that I can kind of chalk up to, you know, just in terms of like financial reasons, you know, in production, I, I get that one. I kind of get around it. Um, really the only thing that I truly, truly enjoy about the series um, is the, the character wise is uh, 355. She is just the, the uh, actress who plays her is just phenomenal. And I think that they really, knocked that character out of the park um the acting in the show is fine um i want to like this but like these first three episodes man they just they did not do the comic book justice in my opinion matt your least favorite thing about 2021 is just the fact that somebody is being a workaholic and i don't really appreciate that you can be a workaholic but (laughs) I guess my least favorite thing about this is that there are so many actors out there and there are so many voice actors out there. Why do you have to pick the same person to voice two characters that are so very different that are nothing like anything that he has ever done and shoehorn him into these roles? Like, I just don't... Chris Pratt does not need to voice characters. Like, he just doesn't. Like, let him be Star-Lord and be done. Like, I, I don't, like, let him run from dinosaurs, let him, let him be Star-Lord, but I don't need him voicing Mario and Garfield and anybody else he apparently just decides he wants to voice because that's apparently how it works. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, and, and I say it's my least favorite thing of this year, but these movies aren't even coming out until, I don't know, maybe next year. Just the news. I, I just, I just, there are so many other possibilities. And I, I still like, yes, I have seen some great animated films with all star voice casts that are great. Sing, I love that movie, has an incredible voice cast. I have always thought that animated movies do better with voice actors who you can't picture in a role like maybe that's maybe that's awful of me to say that i don't know what this voice actor looks like but at the same time like i don't want to like i i don't like watching shrek because every time he opens his mouth i see mike myers (laughs) i don't want to see chris pratt every time garfield opens his mouth to eat lasagna or every time mario disappears down a pipe i don't want to see chris pratt like it just doesn't it doesn't fit for me so I just don't, like, have somebody who fits the character voice it. Don't try and fit the role to the, to the actor. There's I guess that's my thing. There's also a difference between every character that a person voices sounding like them compared to a voice actor that can voice hundreds of different characters and sound completely different, like Alan Tudyk. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, pick it. Your least favorite thing of the year was a remake. Um, 
Yeah, let's let's talk about Candyman. Yeah, listen, let's not. Here's the deal. Candyman was terrible. All right. It was predictable. It was just it was just bad. It was just bad. Uh, it, it's one of the few movies I have ever gone to see in a theater uh, that I just almost walked out on. Uh, it was just bad. It wasn't a good film at all. Uh, I just hated it. I just hated it. There it is. <laughs> um, Lydia, this is your last chance. Was there anything about 2021 that you didn't like? I can't come up with like a solid answer for this because I don't know if it's just a lack of seeing new things like the fact that life kind of went back to normal in a way of me not seeing new movies or having a lot of time to do a bunch of new things but I, I can't completely nail down a solid thing that I just completely disliked I don't know what it is as with every year there are things that we think we're going to enjoy and it turns out that we don't like it um and flip side there are things that we think that we're like are not sure on but like we give it a shot and we're like oh wow this is amazing um so what is our biggest surprise of 2021 and lydia we're gonna start with you this time so my biggest surprise of this year is actually not really anything uh nerdy related it's just my life in general so this year has been a roller coaster from basically start to finish like things finally started going back to normal I, I got to do theater again I got to do a role that I absolutely loved in American Idiot which was fun this, this past month I bought a new car I bought a house I got engaged like I don't know what is happening guys but <laughs> I'm okay with it <laughs> but I did not expect any of this to happen especially all in one year so I don't know when the other shoe is going to drop, but just know when it does, I'm probably going to get crushed. I love you all. It's been fun. <laughs> well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's just hope that things just keep getting fantastic and fantastic and fantastic. Um, but yeah, you have had just like a banger of a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, um, Cowboy Bebop is my biggest surprise this year, which is, is which is unfortunate because it while we were up at C2E2, the news dropped that Netflix canceled it. So we're not necessarily getting a season two, but the Cowboy Bebop, that was one of those shows that um, I never watched the anime. I went into it pretty blind, um, but I actually started watching it um, to prep for the uh the year in review show that we usually do with uh lincoln's legends and front row and um i think you're gonna like this and i was like i there's a lot of geeky things that i haven't seen yet so i need to fix that and so cowboy bebop for whatever reason was the first one that i chose and i still haven't finished it uh, i'm only i'm about maybe halfway through but oh my god this series is so fun um 
you know, I, I know that it's gotten a lot of hate from people saying that it's not true to, you know, the, the original or whatever, and that's fine. And if I have, and if I saw the anime first and then saw this, I might feel the same way. I might feel the way that I do about, you know, why the last man, but um, I don't feel that way because I don't have that connection to, to the source material. For me, this is just a, just a really, really fun ride. And um, I really, I, I want to finish the series the sooner the better, you know, for me, but yeah. Um, Netflix, please. Like I'll give you 20 bucks. Just renew it. Change your mind. Okay. <laughs> um, pick it. I'm still real mad that Tabitha doesn't like Hawkeye and that's your yeah. surprise of 2021. So make me feel better. So listen, I didn't expect even want to watch this. I, I, I figured I would just for posterity. I, I've watched all the other stuff and whatnot. Uh, but I, I figured I would just not enjoy it whatsoever. Um, I saw the first trailer even, and I was like, eh, I'll, I'll check it out. You know, uh, yes, now I feel about Haley, so there's that. Um, but so I, I turned it on, the first episode, and I, I don't think I've ever been hooked on a show so fast. Uh, and I don't know how it happened. Uh, the, I think the movie, the show was just gold. Now, I have not finished the last episode yet. Uh, that that's uh, I'll be starting that tonight. Um, but uh, uh, starting, I'll be finishing it tonight. Anyways, um, but no, this was to me the the biggest surprise of, of the whole year. I, I didn't expect to like the, the show as much as I did, and and most importantly, it, it's my favorite uh, Marvel show ever. Matt, you have a couple surprises for twenty twenty one, and I think I think one of them we will need to um, have Lydia not listen to if I'm if I'm correct. Yeah, probably. Sorry, guys. Um, it's okay. So, I, I couldn't decide between the two, so I had to go with both. Um, pretty much every week, we watch, we sit down and either watch a show or we watch a movie with a friend, and we rotate on who gets to pick. And she came to us with this movie called Mitchells versus the Machines. Animated movie. I'm like, okay, I don't know. This looks kind of hokey. We'll sit down and we'll watch it. It is fantastic from beginning to end. Um, we turned around and watched it with the boys a couple of weeks after that. They love it. It's got jokes. It's got heart. It's it, it's like a it, it's like they took a Disney movie and made it by a different company. I mean, like it's just I don't know. It's it's fantastic. I love it. There's jokes. There's fun. I, I I would put this on. I don't know that I would sit and watch this again, but I would put this on in the background all the time just for noise and for fun and to see it again. Um, my other thing, and this, I guess, is where the spoilers come in for Lydia and for, well, I guess a lot of people. Um, but um, I am super excited to see Netflix Daredevil return to the MCU officially. Um, and not just him, but other characters from the show. So, yes, spoilers. Um, but I don't know. I, I have not watched all of the seasons of all of those Netflix superheroes, Marvel superheroes, except for Daredevil. And Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox, he is Daredevil. And to see him now officially in the MCU, just, it makes me grin, and I'm so happy to see that. 
All right. Um, and then to round out our surprises for this year, um, Tabitha, yours was uh, Fear Street. Um, yeah, I talked a lot of smack about those Fear Street movies that were coming <laughs> to Netflix. I was like, this is going to be trash. I gave it a thumbs down. The trailer came out. I'm still super judgy. And I'm like, this is going to be trash. And they were super good. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like having to eat my words. Makes me angry. But, like they were so good. Like the first one was good. The second one was good. The third one was good. Like they just there was not a bad one. Like there wasn't a bad one in the batch. And I was just and they all tied together. And they all tied together so well. And they weren't poorly oh. acted. And the gore was just yes. chef's. Kiss. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Like. It's, it's one of those things like where I almost feel like the universe was like, <laughs> like you talk so much shit. It's so good. I don't know. Get some mustard for your hat. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> but they were so good. They were so good. Like I would sit down and watch those every year around Halloween. Yeah. So good. So we've talked enough about 2021. Now it's time to look ahead to 2022 and what are we most excited about? And I feel like what we should probably do, and this is just me spitballing and probably not going to remember this time next year, but we should revisit our um, favorite thing or like we, we should revisit what we're most looking forward to for 2022. Revisit this for the year in review next year and see how it matched up did this really meet our expectations looks like lydia are you are you making this note i might be you <laughs> best secretary ever <laughs> i got you so hey, Mitch. yeah so quick question uh so that being said wasn't why the last man something you were most excited about for this year I it might have been. It was. I yeah, you're right. It probably was the thing that I was most excited about for 2021. And who boy, who boy was I let down. Um, I guess <laughs> I guess I do need to finish the season before I officially say that I was let down, but oh man, oh man. <laughs> anyway. So looking to 2022, I've got two things that I'm excited about. Uh, one that I just kind of thought about like a couple hours ago. And so I'm, if this is my show. I'm going to add something if I want to. Um, I don't think that's how the song goes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so the, the, the main thing that I'm excited about for 2022, uh, as we had talked about, Fan Expo purchased Wizard World. And we have two local-ish fan expos next year we have fan expo st louis and fan expo chicago uh, i am very excited to check out one if not both of these next year um i have heard about fan expo before um and have always been like hey that sounds pretty cool but you know there's never was one close by so i am excited to see if this is going to be actually really cool uh, or if it's, you know, going to just be Wizard World with another name. And I'm not, I'm not knocking Wizard World by saying that. I loved Wizard World. I had a great time every time I went. But is Fan Expo just going to be Wizard World with another name? I don't know, but I'm really, really excited to find out. And then also, I was thinking back on it, and 
2022, we get a new doctor. Um, Jodie Whittaker has done a fantastic job as as the doctor. Um, I've loved her uh, with in almost every episode. There have been a couple of stinkers, um, but there is with every season of Doctor Who. You know, there, there, there's just no, <laughs> there's just no way around it. But um, and while I am very sad to see her go. I am also very excited, A, to find out who the new Doctor is going to be, and B, you know, just to see that first scene, just to see them, you know, like, figure out who they are and everything like that. And, you know, in, in 2023, we're getting the 60th anniversary, and it was announced today um, that, you know, that's going to be when Russell T. Davies, like, that's when his first season kicks off is going to be for the 60th anniversary. So um, that's going to be exciting as well. Uh, but yeah, so... Yeah, I, I I hate to see you go, but I want to see who's next. Um, Tabitha, I want you to sing about your most, what you're looking forward to for 2022. I assure you, no one, no one wants me to sing. Um, <laughs> oh, no, we do. <laughs> we do, we do not. <laughs> Matt sings, sits in the car with me when I sing. He can attest that you do not want to hear that. Um notice the silence um (laughs) um i am ready to see more like theater productions and musicals 2020 uh and like the end of 2020 and 2021 at the beginning like were the only years in recent memory where i did not see a musical like local production like small whatever yes and like big theater productions like I just like I missed that and at the end of last month like I got to see Lydia in American Idiot and then I went with some friends to see uh, Pretty Woman at the Fox and we currently have tickets to see Hairspray in Chicago in February and I'm just really looking forward to that because I forgot how much I enjoyed it and it was one of those things that I didn't know I missed until I went back. So I'm I'm ready for that to happen, but I also feel like I'm jinxing myself. And, you know, if you're buying tickets, everybody, don't forget to buy the insurance just in case, you know, everything gets canceled again, because it <laughs> probably will. Um, but fingers crossed, I'm not hopeful with the state of the world, but we'll see what happens. Um, Lydia, let's talk about what you're excited about for 2022. So the, one of the only things I can think about for next year, and this again, harkens back to the fact that I am horrible at like actually keep, keeping up with the times um, is a video game that's going to be coming out. Uh, I think February 18th is the release date. Um, that is actually a sequel to a game that I have started playing this year, um, which is called Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, a sequel for it, Horizon Forbidden West is coming out in February. Um it's a really cool game. It's kind of an interesting mixture of like, kind of like pre, not prehistoric, but like, I'm, I'm losing my words again. Um, like bow hunting and old, old timey things like that mixed with, Hey, it's future. And all of the animals are robots and things like that. And machinery has taken over the world. And the little bit I have gotten to play with it, I haven't actually gotten to finish the game because, you know, I'm me, um, has been really, really cool. And now they're coming out with a sequel for it almost 
well, about four years later, five years later, because the first game came out in 2017. So the fact that it's coming out soon makes me want to actually finish the first game and then, you know, go play the second one. The only bad thing is I'm going to once again have to get another console because it's on PlayStation 5, which I don't currently have. So such is my life with video games. I'm going to have to shell out more money to play it as always. Um, just put it on your uh, wedding registry. <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> um, pick it. We're going to go back in time a little bit for what you're excited about for 2022. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so back in the, in the 90s, they released a universal release of film <clears throat> that was just awesome and uh, 365 billion years in the making, as they said, and that was Jurassic Park. And now we're going to be getting uh, what I expect probably be, hopefully, the final Jurassic World film, uh, Jurassic World Dominion. And I've loved every Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World film. Uh, and so I, I can't be more excited about any other movie. Um, I don't care what superhero film comes out. Uh, <clears throat> they can make a Flash movie out of the TV show. And I wouldn't care because Jurassic World is coming out and I'm just excited. Thanks. And to finish it all off, Matt, what's your, just what are you excited about for next year? Um, I am excited next year because now that, I mean, assuming that the world continues maybe hopefully to go a little bit more back to normal. We're able to go back to theaters. Um, We kind of got a half year worth of MCU getting back into the swing of things. Um, We got some TV shows from the MCU and Disney plus the beginning of the year. We got some movies towards the end of the year. Um, I'm really excited to see what Marvel is going to be doing with the MCU when they get a full year of both TV and theater um, to to just build upon. Um, Because, I mean, 2019, we were, you know, the MCU was just absolutely enormous. We were starting to get ideas of what might happen with the TV shows. 2020 happened, shut things down. 2021 was still kind of weird as we're building back up to things and to see them go full bore into the multiverse and twisting their stories around both movies and shows. I'm really excited to see how that all plays out. Um, I do want to point out before we go to the shame bell count, uh, nobody mentioned um, the new Batman movie as the thing that they're most excited about for 2022. There are lots of reasons because we're not. (laughs) I know someone who is kind of excited. (laughs) But see, but that's that's gonna be interesting. And and I hope that we remember this part uh next year for the year in review. Um to see if we were wrong for not being excited about it, or if we were very, very right for not being excited about it. Maybe it'll be our biggest surprise. You never know. Maybe, maybe. I hope so. (laughs) So as we do every year, uh, or at least for as many years as we've had the shame bell, uh, we end out the year with finding out um, who won the shame bell count. That's how I'm calling it because <laughs> just because we all know the answer already. Exactly. But Lydia, <laughs> what were our final counts this year? 
So this year was relatively light compared to other years. And I don't know if it's just because we have done less shows overall this year or what. But so I'm going to start with the off the wall shames, which I don't even remember where these came from. <laughs> um, we have one shame for Evanescence, which I feel <laughs> came from Tabitha, but I don't remember why. <laughs> We have oh, one... that was their comic book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was excited if he was remember mad. that. <laughs> so, yeah, one shame for them. We have one shame for CB, who I, again, don't remember who we were referring to, but apparently it was someone that we did not even want to name. Pickett has zero shames, but no offense, Pickett. I don't feel like that's fair. <laughs> hey, uh, we'll, we'll call this a handicap. I wasn't around this year, so I don't count. So my, my score is, is null and void. Say, I also have no shames because I had shames at one point, And at some point, I apparently appeased the Tabitha gods and she, remu- she removed enough shames from me that I now have none. So I got shamed and then I got de-shamed. So I have zero. Tabitha has a total of one regular shame. Matt has 15 normal shames, four jelly bean shames, because that was the thing at one point. One festive bell shame, which was from C2E2 with our little festive bell, for a total <laughs> of 20 shames. And then, of course, we always have Mitch, who has 24 normal shames, five jelly bean shames. And two festive bell shames for a total of 31. So, <laughs> as always, the winner is Mitch. But, but hey, still. at least you didn't have, like, you know, a black hole or something like that this year, because... Yeah, that's that's like my lowest shame bell count in a minute. Um, yeah. I think that's your lowest shame bell count ever. But let me double check um. that real quick. <laughs> okay, so aside from 2017, which is when I started this list, which I think I started list list in like ended November, December that year. That is your lowest shame count for the past however many years. So. Sounds right. That sounds about right. (laughs) So that is going to do it for this year of the Geek Awakens. Um, Thank you so much to everybody who has helped us out along the way. Um, Thank you so much to everybody who's, you know, just taking the time to listen to us or, you know, to share a post or, you know, whatever. Um, You know, like, I I, I say this a lot, you know, like off camera, like, yes, at the end of the day, like we do this for fun, but at the same time, like we're doing it for, for you guys who are listening too as well, you know, and, and I hope that that means that we're doing a good enough job for you to keep listening. Um, or if nothing else, doing a bad enough job for you to listen, like to hate listen, you know, <laughs> I, I wonder if people, I wonder if people have like drinking games, like, oh, Mitch said a bad pun again. Take a shot. Um, oh, it said fair enough. <laughs> you know, like, um, but yeah, but anyway, thank you for listening. And I hope that you continue that into 2022. Um, but we'll be back. I dropped my pen. Mitch dropped his pin. That's pretty much par for the course. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, we'll be back next year. But in the meantime, check us out on social media. Uh, tell us what cool stuff we're missing out on. Any questions, comments, or concerns, then shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. Um, from all of us at the Geek Awakens, thanks for listening. Have a happy new year. Everybody, say bye. 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 bye.